Good evening, and welcome to the Night Owl. If you're a frequent visitor, well, go find your seat. <laughs> and if you're new here, this is the other side of the Bare Brain Podcast, where the things that keep you up at night, they, they run free. All right? I just want to remind you that content may contain adult language and scenarios that may not be suitable for all audience members, so listeners' discretion is always advised. You ever hear that... We've said it all the time where it's like, oh, yeah, this person, they don't seem like themselves. But what if they never were the person that we thought them to be? Lock your doors. Check your windows. And get comfortable. Because you won't be sleeping tonight. I give you the takeover. <laughs> So I always felt like my dad wasn't really my dad from a very young age. I guess it's a biological thing or maybe something deeper. I never said it out loud, though. Um, The man, he scared me. He wasn't mean or anything of that nature, but it just always felt like there was something a bit off with him. You know, energy is a real thing. And we all give it off. His just felt different to me. And no matter how much he tried to be nice and kind, it just always felt like a veil. Everyone loved him, though. I mean, I did too. Or maybe I feared him that much. I can't be too sure. Um, Possession. It's a touchy subject, generally speaking. You know, some believe it to their absolute core and faith. Others laugh at it and some default to just being mental health. Um, and I, I don't know which table I sit at just yet. I mean, I saw the exorcist and I was more grossed out than scared. It baffled me that people said that this was the scariest movie they've ever seen. My mom getting mad was a scarier movie to me, to be honest. We learned about possession in my demonology course. Um, And in theory, there could be some truth to it. I guess because if we are talking about energy, then the transfer of energy is a real thing. Or someone being someone else, then changing on a dime. Like practically speaking, this can all be explained and validated. But it's different when it hits close to home, you know? 
You see, with my dad, I feel like there have been times where I just caught him spacing out, but um, talking to himself. It's not good to stare at people, bud. He told me that once, and he just gave me this big grin, and I froze. Um, There have been times growing up where I'd hear the basement door creak open, and me being the curious kid I was... I'd sneak down and I'd hear talking. It was my dad, but it was also someone else. Um, A much deeper voice and and darker. I got closer one of those nights to to hear what they were saying and um, the talking stopped. And I heard footsteps. But they sounded like a horse walking up the stairs, um, hooves more than feet. I ran upstairs that night back up to my room and I jumped in my bed and I pretended to sleep as as much as I possibly could. Um, I I shut my eyes as tight as I possibly could and, and made sure to stay completely still. But the whole time it felt like someone was standing at my door watching me sleep. And I was right. I opened my eyes just slightly so they couldn't tell whether my eyes were open at all. And I got a glimpse and I noticed it. It was my dad, but it was also not my dad. Even in complete darkness, the figure was darker than dark. And it took up my entire doorframe. And it just stood there watching me. Eventually he walked away, but the footsteps were so heavy. I prayed a lot that night. I prayed until I fell asleep, actually. The next morning my dad wasn't around, but we were running late for church. We went to church a lot growing up. But my dad would never come with us. I asked my mom why, and she said he always had work at home or he was just tired. There was always some excuse. No real explanation either. When I asked her why we always had to go to church, she said, because I said so. As I got older, I moved away from home and from my faith. Things just didn't make sense to me for a while. I still talk to my mom all the time, but my dad, not so much. At one point, I just chalked it up to, well, that's just how guys are, you know? And one night I was talking to my mom, and I realized she always knew about my dad. She let it slip one night when we were talking. When they met, she said he had this magnetic energy to him, and she felt like she was under... uh, Kind of a spell. Her words, not mine. And after she had my siblings and I, she noticed something. She couldn't necessarily explain, but mother's intuition is always right. So she did the only thing she knew she could do. Um, She made sure to get us all baptized. After that, she noticed he kept his distance in a lot of ways. He stayed in the basement or stayed in the garage a lot of times he wouldn't even eat dinner with us 
I remember the lights in the house were always kept very low. And I never understood why. I got used to it, but it was still weird. I will say being around my dad sometimes felt literally like I was standing next to an open oven. The heat radiating from this guy was absurd. But the night we'd been on the phone, um, she said my dad stepped out. She asked me if I still prayed, but she sounded worried. Like there was urgency to it. I asked if everything was okay, and she said, yeah. I asked her where Dad was. She couldn't really answer me. She found something in the basement, though. Um, In the corner, it was a picture of us um, on top of ashes. The picture was of me, uh, my mom, and my siblings. My dad wasn't in it. I told her I would come home since I didn't live far. She said it was okay and not to worry, but as she was saying that, the phone called disconnected. I tried calling back a million times, but I couldn't get through. And that's when I heard those familiar footsteps that I remember as a kid walking up to my door. Then the knocks came. And then the voice. It sounded like my dad, but how could that be possible? Can I come in? in? He said. It was my dad. Or the thing I feared was never my dad to begin with. So there you have it. Tune in next week for another story to keep you up at night. And if you like what you're listening to, go ahead and leave a review. It is greatly appreciated. But in the meantime, you guys take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and sleep tight. 92% of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Yeah, if you like cycling to EDM. Not just EDM. Try cycling to Broadway hits, take a scenic hike in Iceland on our treadmill, or row to some 80s jams. Because I have so much free time. Whether you have 30 minutes or just five, Peloton can fit any schedule. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton tread, row, or bikes risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial.